0: We're here, uh, another herd on the street, together with uh, Patrick McDonald. And uh, maybe you can start by introducing yourself and, you know, where you
1: work and what you're doing. Yes, uh, I'm Patrick McDonald. I, I work at the Alberta Diabetes Institute in Edmonton. Uh, I'm a professor of pharmacology and I work in the area of pilot biology and particularly human pancreas and human islet biology um, my my training is in electrophysiology so studying the electrical signals that control insulin uh, but in the last number of years I've also developed a program to isolate human islets for research studies and that's what I do right
0: that's I've heard about that I, I it sounds like a lot of different labs around the world are using your your islets like how how many are they and, and where are they located?
1: Yeah, so we're I mean we're very proud of of the program that we run uh, for human research islands. Uh It started in 2010, so about 12 13 years ago now. Uh, and in the last number of years, last four or five years in particular, we've grown substantially. So we supply research tissue to about 155 research groups uh and these are across canada us all of europe and even some to asia a little bit
0: wow that's that's
1: amazing so
0: um what has been your your biggest takeaways from this uh conference so far what's been
1: your favorite so this has been the first day of the conference uh and you know we focused a lot on stem cell derived islet cells which uh, i i think is is and has been an extremely exciting area of research. Uh, We have seen tremendous progress over the last 10 years. When I was a graduate student, I never thought this idea would work. This was 20 years ago. Uh, But now there are clinical trials, as as you and others know. Even here in Uh, Vancouver, right? Here in Vancouver and in Edmonton, where I uh, work as well. And I mean, if we talk about my own personal interest, in the human primary islets that we get from organ donors, uh, I think there's a lot to be learned uh, when comparing the two. Comparing the stem cell, beta cells, to the primary or the, the, the native uh, beta cells from, from organ donors. Uh, and we saw that today a little bit in the talk from Francis Lin, which, which you may see, uh, where he's you know benchmarking the, the stem cells against primary islets, and I think that can provide some important clues uh, with respect to how we can push the stem cells further in their development.
0: Right, yeah. yes, yes. I, I remember that. He, he was talking about how different how different the stem cell-derived islets were compared to human islets. Mm-hmm. Um, so what do you think is missing in terms of diabetes research today, you know, like a, an area that should need more attention?
1: Um, I think that you know, and, and I wouldn't say missing, but certainly an area that is um, ripe for more disruption and more more effort. And it touches on actually what the sugar science does and what we do a lot of, and that is in connecting and collaborating groups uh, with, with groups and connecting disparate groups together. You know, from the engineering field to the physiology field, for example, from data analysis uh, to, uh, to um, um, you know, things like uh, development, for example. Um, and so, you know, like the sugar science is aiming to do, bringing together different scientists to communicate better, uh, we do a lot of work in that area as well, trying to Connect, particularly in Canada, where we are connect different groups. Um, so we run another program. I shouldn't say we run. We, we work with many groups across the country on a uh, Canada-wide network, for example, called the Canadian Islet Research and Training Network to facilitate collaboration communication. So um, you know, it's. A, I guess this is a bit of a strange answer. It's not a particular area of research, but it's about you know connecting. Connecting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, that makes sense. So, um, do you have any favorite poster here? Anyone that I need to see that I should go and check out? Well,
1: uh, yeah, so uh, I I mentioned my background is in electrical electrophysiology and in in understanding the electrical currents that control uh, action potentials in islet cells. And there are some nice posters on different ion channels. Uh, and now this is uh, this is a very niche area, but uh, it's pretty close to my heart. So um, there are some posters from uh, a group led by David Jacobson uh, at Vanderbilt, talking about um, uh, proteins in the me- membrane, plasma membrane that control ion balance uh, and regulate excitability. Uh, there's a poster I saw on uh, an ion channel called Talk One which is uh, regulating potassium across the membrane. Uh, and the reason why these are, are all interesting, you know, the, one of the oldest uh, drugs for type two diabetes uh, is, and I know the you know, sugar science focuses a lot on type one, but I think it's, it's good to think in a, in a, in a disease type agnostic way many times. Um, but uh, a drug for type two diabetes called sulfonylureas worked through potassium channels. And so there's a lot still we don't know about how these things work Right. Really. All right. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you. And I'm, thank you and Sugar Science for being here. Yes. Have a good night. Great. Thank you. <laughs>